You were listening to Denise Damasello start to tell you, because I screwed up, as usual, uh, about her background. She's going to be here for this whole hour, so you're going to get... She has a concert coming up, and that's the main thing we'll be talking about. But you're a suburban kid, aren't you? Yes, I am. So I was telling you that um, the area is now called Melrose Park, but when I grew up there, it was this little subdivision called Winston Park. Mm-hmm. If you know where Kittyland, I loved Kittyland. Right, <laughs> I loved Kittyland. So close and, to that neighborhood. Well, there's a racetrack out there right. too. You know, right, Maywood was out right. there. Uh, when did you start to sing, and why, Denise? Well, when I was little, I just loved to perform around the house, but I never would never thought in a million years I would become a professional entertainer yeah i never what, what kind of music did your parents listen to my mother listened to dean martin sinatra <laughs> not that many female vocalists it was mm-hmm. all male all wow. male she was just well know. that's funny because your upcoming concert is devoted to uh, some very serious male singers when when did you start to think that wait a minute maybe what did were you encouraged by your mom um, you, oh, Denise, you're so cute. You're so lively. You have a really, you have a really great voice, Denise. No, my mother wasn't that she way was at all. She a job. She was not exactly. She was job. not a stage mother. Be a teacher, mother. be a nurse. <laughs> she was not a uh, stage mother. Where'd you go to high school? Proviso East. Okay. Yeah. With any music there for you? I auditioned for one musical. and Which one? Um, it was called Little Me. Yeah, sure. And sure. Yeah. And I didn't get the lead, but I was almost almost did, and that was the first thing I ever auditioned for. And I was, I was kind of shocked that they said I was good, you know, because I had never sung in front of anybody before. Yeah, I wasn't in the choir. I didn't do any of that. Why and, not? Why not? Did you uh, not think you were good enough? Did I, yeah, I was kind of a closet singer. Yeah, I really didn't think. I thought I was going to just do it for fun. Sure, you know, just, just try it because my girlfriend talked me into it. Oh, we should try out for the play. And then, so then I kind of thought, well, I guess I have a pretty good voice. And so after after <laughs> high school, then, uh, well, what happens to you and your voice? Well, right after high school, um, I my sister started dating a musician, and she said, "Oh, my that's little always s- bad news." <laughs> yeah, Tell me about it. <laughs> and she said, "My little," he was putting together a show band. Wow. And, and she said, oh, my little sister sings. And I had never, ever been, <laughs> been well, And she came to you and said, hey, I've got to keep this boyfriend. You have yeah. to sing for so him? So she said, I want you to, <clears throat> I have an audition for you. And I was oh like, my God. this is the truth. So you were so, sort of dragged into the entertainment business. First, it's a friend saying, right. say, audition for this play. Then it's your sister saying, audition for my boyfriend. Right. So then I audition and I get the, I get the, the job. <laughs> was, what kind of band was it? Well, in those days, the, all the hotels had a room, and they called them show bands sure. or cover bands. Yeah, sure. It was a band like that. What hotels? Um, well, the Hilton in um, Arlington Heights. Um, that was a nice hotel. Yeah, beautiful hotel. And there was a theater out there, yeah, too. Right. Same and I can't thing. even remember all the rest of the hotels. There were so many. I used to keep a scrapbook, and I'd write down every gig I had. I should drag those out sometime and look at the names. Did you, were you going to college, or did you abandon I, that? No, I abandoned that. Yeah. I I knew. Well, you were making. Uh, well, I got a job right away. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I didn't expect. And then, Oh, so that's a funny part of the story. He said, okay, well, you have to work Tuesday through Saturday. And I'm like, okay, for like 
for like what? And they're like, forever. And I'm like, forever? <laughs> I go, I want to go out with my friends. No, you eight, you're 18, 17, I was, 18 years old? I was old? just turning 19, yeah. So you couldn't even drink in these right. places. They well, were actually, you remember when the drinking age was lowered I do, to 18? For that, for that blissful, wonderful <laughs> yeah. few years when it was so, lowered to 18. That was like a fun, because so, all my friends could come then to the bar. Did you take to it? Was there any insecurity for you getting up there? You must have grown pretty fast. I it. was just... I you know I can't say this about myself. I was just kind of a natural performer. Uh-huh. So the minute I stood on stage, I was like, "Wow, this this feels this feels good." It's like, and they wow. asked me. They said, "Do you think you could front the band?" Well, I didn't even know what that meant. Right, right, right. And I was like, "What what does that mean?" What kind of material were you doing? What oh, kind of, what were you, you know, singing? I know it's I know it's crazy. I got to think of some Karen Carpenter. Um, so it was kind of pop tunes of the yeah, time, right? Exactly. Yeah, but, top twenty hits. Right. Was the band any good? Wasn't yeah. the name of the, him of the it, band? Uh, I have pictures to prove this. The, the name of the band. <laughs> no, they were close. The Beatles, yeah. Genesis. No. I swear. And no. The 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 guy who started it, he came to my concert last year at Displains. Yeah. I, I hadn't seen him in many many years. He started. The group. I'm a, I'll send you an old headshot with their name on it. He never trademarked the name. Oh, that's too bad. And then the band yeah. broke up, you know, after many years. And then Phil Collins comes out with Genesis. <laughs> so when people ask me that, they think I'm lying. They go, "No, that was the name I of be- our I band." Be- Denise Thomasell, I believe everything <laughs> you say. We'll take a break and come back, and we'll get Denise out of the suburban hotels and into. Uh, her real, real career when you started becoming the leading cabaret singer in Chicago. We'll be back. Welcome back. You were listening to Denise Tomasello talk about how uh, she was in a band called Genesis, that the leader <laughs> of the band did not copyright that name, and Phil Collins came around and made uh, many millions of dollars with a band of the same name. She told me off-air that her, it was her sister Debbie who really wanted to be in music because she played the guitar, and another sister Diane. Did your mom come see you perform when you were doing almost this? every night? No, yeah, you were doing at Tuesdays, least the weekends. Tuesdays, no, the weekends for Saturdays. sure. She came the weekends for sure. Wow. Did, yeah. Did you at one point? It couldn't have been. You couldn't have been making. How big was the band? Uh, let's see. It was piano, bass, and drums, and two of the guys doubled on trumpet. Okay. I don't know how they did that, and then. Um, and guitar and guitar. So y- you were making a living. You had a oh, yeah. you had the, a real that job, was a job and you had uh, a career from out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. When what did you think? You could you must have thought because <laughs> I remember when I was 19 or 18 and I thought whatever I was doing would be fine forever. I wasn't making big plans ahead of time. You considered yourself a professional entertainer, yes? Yes, absolutely. Did you think of what might happen when you you left the band Genesis? Well, I left that band, and then I went to another band called Show and Tell. Okay, and then same kind of hotel, same pop, right, same type tunes. of thing. And then I um, decided to have my own trio because I didn't like the music that they were doing. They were doing like I, top four. I wanted to do like Judy Garland really? and Streisand and all that. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this one job for a month. And I'm going to just sing all the songs that I love. And then I'm never going to sing again. Wow. Where was that? That was actually at the Arlington Park Hilton um, in the tact room. It's called yeah, the tact room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this uh, man from um, 
California who booked all the top acts upstairs. Sure. Remember the big room upstairs? Absolutely. And he came up to me. It was like the night before I was ending my month and I was going to retire. I wasn't going to sing anymore. Retire and do what? Because, well, yes, I'm 22 years old. I, think I, I'm I didn't done. know any. I didn't know places <sighs> to sing the material I liked. Yeah. All these hotels and stuff in the suburbs was where they were dance bands too. Right, right, right. So this man came up to me and he said, "Come here." I said, "What are you doing here?" And I said, "Oh, it's just 15 minutes from my house." And so he said, "I know a jewel of a room, which would be perfect for you." And he goes, tomorrow night, I'm bringing in the agent that books the room, wow. the entertainment director. And I said, he said, now, be on your A game. And I was like, okay. You know, I got all dressed up. Sure. You know. Well, what do you mean? Like, you never get, you always get all dressed up. You get dressed up for this thing, for God's sake. So, he never showed up the following night. So, I thought, this is a bunch yeah, of, nonsense, you know. yeah. Yeah. So, then, Monday, my phone rang and said, we have an audition for you at Sage's. Wow. I'd never heard of Sages. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know this. I didn't know the Gold Coast. You didn't know the city scene at all. Not at all. I was a suburban girl. Sages was quite the place. It was the place. All the judges, the (laughs) everybody. Yeah. Harry Carey, Irv Cups in it. Harry used to live right across the street. Right. Taking the ambassador east. Uh, So you went down and did this. So I had to go up and sing three songs cold. With just piano. Now, I'm, I'm used to having a band. Yeah, right. And they said, you just have to get up and sing with the piano player there. And I said, okay, I'm going to try this. And Did you go down there by yourself? You yes. Down, yeah. I didn't bring anybody with me because mm-hmm. if I bombed, right, sure. no, there would be no witnesses. <laughs> so, and I had to go on with people in the room, like an audience. And I sang my three songs, and the lady who was the entertainment director um, Norma Gimbel, she put her hand out and she said, I've heard so much about you. From who? <coughs> from who? Yeah, from who? What? And she said, Chuck Eddie couldn't stop raving about you. She said, but I told him I'm not schlepping to Arlington Heights to see anybody. So you Have her come. come here. Wow. And she shook my hand. She said, I'll give you a two-week booking. And that turned into six years six solid. Years. I never where left. We first met. Never wow. left. Yeah. Wow. And that was Tuesday through Saturday. Now, were you at all intimidated by that crowd? Because you're right. That was a very ritzy, very vastly uh, different than suburban hotels, right. as nice as they might right. be. You know, you got Harry in there and Irv Cups in it and right. judges and big shots. Right. But you loved I it. I was so fascinated. It was like opening up a whole new world to yeah, me. Yeah. And I just loved all the women would come in in furs, and the men had to wear a sport coat. Sure. You couldn't get in without one. Sure. And I just loved it. I was like, wow, this is like the the crowd I want to sing for. These are the songs I want to do. Perfectly put. This gives us time for my friend Brett Jackson to play us a song of Denise's. Denise will be appearing on Sunday June 11th at 3 p.m. at the Des Plaines Theater. We'll give you all sorts of information about that. But here, we have just taken the girl from what became Melrose Park. We brought her downtown. She's performing in the Gold Coast. And the name of the city she's performing in is Chicago. That sounds great, Denise Tomasello. Wow.
When you started at Sages and were there for six years, you're a young, terribly attractive woman. What was it like dealing with guys? <laughs> you know, it, it must have been uh, quite something. It was, but I was actually intimidated by them because I had never been around powerful people. <laughs> right. And right. so I just, I never dated anyone from Sages. Uh, wow. I had well, been I'm asked sure, out. I'm sure, oh, I'm, of times. oh, I'm sure you disappointed a lot of guys <laughs> at Sages in those days. Did you think? I, did you start to attract other performers to come see you? Were there other performers coming in? You know what? The difference is back then, everybody worked the same schedule. Exactly. Yeah, we couldn't right. go see each other. Now there are no steady. Gigs. Right, They're nothing, really nothing, nothing like that. What, what nights like were you playing at Sages? Tuesday through Saturday. Wow. Where were you? You weren't still living at home, were you? No, I lived on. I lived on uh, Ritchie Court. Oh, my it was God. only right a block around, away, right around the corner. <laughs> I lived a block and a half away from work. So your your entire life then was kind of work. Then I never did anything else. Uh, this is all I've ever known and done. Wow. So. And you were there for six years. Is that where I first reviewed you? Um, yes, I think yeah. there or Byfields. I can't remember where the yeah, first that was one in was the, from. The, the wild 1980s uh, so when I had the best job in the history of newspaper. And Rick, you're going to review bars and uh, nightclubs. And I went, really? That sounds like, that's like <laughs> you were like, the best. Sounds yeah. like a dream come true. Uh, you did though there, and I know that uh, on June 11th. You're going to have a lot of people in, at the Des Plaines Theater who saw you in that room. You really cultivated a loyal following who has followed you all over the place. We'll talk about those other places, too. Uh, people came to see you, right? Yes. It was a good bar. It was, it was a nice tavern. It wasn't a tavern. It was a, a nice right. club. Uh, but people came to see you. Were you? Were they surprised? To be I beca- you for six years, I became this the little girl that was on the piano. Wow! And that's how everybody said, "Let's go see Denise." They didn't say, "Let's go to Sages." Right? They'd say, right, "Let's right. go see Denise." Right? And you, you you grew as a show person. Right? I mean, your showmanship obviously right could not have become what it's become because the place obviously became incredibly comfortable for you. It was a wonderful place to learn and grow and the people were so wonderful they they treated me so well it's an amazing story denise tomasella we'll we'll continue on i will tell you now that denise is going to be at the displays theater it's her first concert of this new year uh june 11th at 3 p.m and the displays theater is a, a lovely lovely venue we'll give you all the information about tickets after you listen to the news, so stay tuned. Welcome back. We have just spent time with Denise Tomasello at Sages. After six years, why did you leave Sages? Well, I wanted to do more concert type of rooms, mm-hmm. and where it was just like one show. I'm sure people were telling you that, too. I mean, people, you know, that... that moneyed big time crowd that often went there saying you know you should play this theater you should play this theater and you also knew by that time all the other great rooms that still existed in chicago didn't you yes was it hard to leave and that's a wonderful oh it was heartbreaking yeah it was heartbreaking but things had changed the management you know different people were coming and going 
and it was time. You just kind of knew that it was time to reach out and do something else. When did you go on the road? Because you went on the road and opened for some fascinating uh, entertainment characters. Alan King, not so much remembered anymore. But I certainly remember Don Rickles and Jackie Mason. Uh, (laughs) Jackie Mason uh, said about Denise Tomasello, and I'm surprised you didn't wind up marrying Jackie Mason, (laughs) given given his uh, instincts. He said, she is an amazing singer and brilliant comedian. She is so natural on stage. She is the female Dean Martin. What was it like to to open for those guys? They were terrific. They really were. They were really nice guys. Um, Don Rickles is so sweet. Everybody thinks, you know, he's... Oh, sure. Dead, yeah, yeah. But he's really sweet. Jackie Mason is hilarious. Hilarious. And it was really fun. It was a great education, too. Where, where'd you open for them? Where? Well, a couple places in Chicago was the Center East. Sure, sure. And the Performing Arts Center out in um, Aurora. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what's... Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Paramount. Right, the Paramount Theater. Mm-hmm. And then I went um, to a couple other places. Oh, the Tropicana in... Um, Las Vegas? Uh, not Las... Atlantic City. Wow. So... And did you think this could be an interesting life to open for these guys? I did. But I really discovered that I didn't like traveling on the road. Yeah. It wasn't for me. I and missed you, my friends, my family. And so you came back here, and at the time... There were a lot of places to play, weren't there? There were still, but that's not how it is today, uh, unfortunately. Certainly, no, certainly, certainly, certainly not. I mean, I could, uh, Dave Gallagher, the world's greatest uh, public relations guy, will tell you in any uh, press release of his, all the, you played, you know, you, you, you played everywhere. You've done Taste <laughs> yeah, of Chicago. Really Taste of Chicago. You've done uh, Festa Italiana. You've done all the clubs in Chicago. Let's say the, uh, the Empire Room, the Cabaret Room at Drury Lane. You've done some big shows, too. You did a show at the uh, Grand Ballroom at the Drake. Yes. That was pretty amazing. Tell, tell the audience about that. Well, I decided to go bigger with the instruments yeah so i now always have a 16 piece orchestra and a conductor so it's 17 people with me on stage does that what you did at uh what you did at sages was an incredibly intimate kind of show does that big band it i don't think it destroys the intimacy sometimes somehow you are able to make that work right yes i really feel that when i'm performing i really love the audience as hopefully as much as they love me. Mm-hmm. And I just treat it like an intimate room. I don't treat it as though I'm far away from people mm-hmm. or that, you know, I have that connection still. You still That's jump the, up on the piano? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> one of my great memories of, of the club scene is Denise on top of a It's not piano. as easy, but what? I still Enough. get up there. What is, honey? What is? This new show that comes... Uh, arrives on june 11th at uh at 3 p.m at the displays theater you can get go to go to denise's website it's a great website it's denise tomasello t-o-m-a-s-e-l-l-o.com uh you played that theater before i did last year and i'm really honored to honestly play there because like we're saying they're 
is this is one of the greatest venues left. No question. And they're doing such amazing things there. And, and I, you have this this fan base that will fill it up. Yeah. I mean, I think you need new fans too, and I hope some yeah, of the people of listening here. I'll play another tune uh, after the break at uh, at five forty five. Play another of your songs, but this one, the last time you played, you devoted it to female singers, right? right? Who right. were they? So I did Judy, Liza, and Barbara, right? Because those were my, are my sure. always going to be my top favorite. Sure, female singers. Now this one is interesting to me because it is Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett. And now, who are you thinking? You're thinking, oh, yeah, Dean Martin. No, Sammy Davis Jr. Was there any thought to include Dean in that? Well, I was going to, but then I didn't want people to try to compare me to a Rat Pack show. Right. To so think I you thought were Angie Dickinson or something. <laughs> or no, I just thought, oh, God, I don't want. I don't want to have to do a Rat Pack show. Sure, sure. Because they sure, did a sure. lot of comedy in between no each other. No question. And. These are my favorites. I loved Dean Martin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a crush on him as a Who little girl. Who every, didn't? Yeah, every, every, every young woman, <laughs> yeah. Italian or not, had a crush right. on Dean Martin. So, but you think of Sammy Davis Jr., and I think in many ways, Dennis, he has become a, since he's been dead for so long, a sort of underrated performer. Don't don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Even Frank Sinatra would say that about him. Exactly. He'd say he was the greatest I singer, agree. dancer. Everything. Right. Everything, right? Uh, you know, and I he think was that, the greatest showman. You know, the whole hugging Nixon thing and all that jazz. You know, really just sort of soiled mm. his reputation. When you listen to him sing, uh, you do so with great admiration, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. So I thought it'd be fun to switch it up and do the the men this time. But and it's that, not the the show on June 11th. It's not totally devoted to their no. work. The, it's also Then I'll do the I'll still do the female vocalists and some my favorites that I have cultivated over the years. So I'll do some signature songs of my own. Not that I wrote them, but just songs I'm kind of known for when people Let me ask you that. It never occurred to me. Did you ever write music? Well, when I was young, I thought I was could be a songwriter, yeah. and I did write a little bit, but I wasn't disciplined enough to do it. Well, you're also working Tuesdays <laughs> yeah. through Saturdays at every right. bar, every bar in the world, right? Uh, but Ron Onesti has this great knack for just putting all this entertainment out there. He's yeah. got the Arcata Theater in St. Charles, right? And then he has the displays and. He has the Festa Italiana. So it's just been, he's really, it's been wonderful to work with him. And he's offering tickets to to your show for the modest, not all of them. There's some more expensive ones. But he's got a block kind of of $25 tickets, which seems like one of the great bargains in modern entertainment. That was a surprise. We decided to uh, hold back. And then we now, two weeks before the show, Mm -hmm. this is for people who really want to come. And it'll help. And also, people who want to, you know, you can't recapture the past, ladies and gentlemen, but you can taste the past, I think. And that's that's something you provide for for people out there, Denise Tomasello. You really do. You can remind them of what it was like when they were younger and when they could stay out till 3.30 in the morning and when they could enjoy and and, and taste of the 
club scene because the club scene in its day in this town was really something. Absolutely. And what I'm trying to do, too, with the orchestra is bring back that Vegas show that yeah. people yeah. – you don't even have them in Vegas anymore. I know. Or so I, I want to do it for that reason because it makes – I have fun doing it, and I know the audiences. People are starving for that. No question, no question. And you know, people have been locked up for the last three years. You did the show last year, but that you know, people don't like coming into the city for a variety of reasons. But this plane theater, go to the website denisethomasello.com. We'll take a break, and uh, Brett Jackson will play you another. Denise Tomasello's song. It's not one of Sammy Davis Jr.'s songs. Uh, which Sammy songs do you sing, by the way? Oh, I'm singing. I was going to be surprised, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm singing I've Gotta Be Me. Just tell them one more, then. Okay. And the other one is What Kind of Fool Am I? Perfect. Perfect. We'll be back. Once again, afternoon on June 11th. It's a Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. You can go see and hear Denise, and then you go in your car and listen to this show. Uh... Denise is also, during her sort of homage to Sammy Davis, Jr., Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, and her own material, you will tell stories. That's part of what you do, is it not? Yes. A I'm, song is a story, but also right. stories. I'm an entertainer. Yes. No question. So. No question. Let's listen. Uh, Brett Jackson can play the other song selection here. This is Denise. This is, we'll play a couple minutes of it because then I will let Denise go because she needs to rest because it's only in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Denise Tomasello. That is the website, too, denisetomasello.com. Here she is singing Come Rain or Come Shine. Never me because I'm going to That's what you'll hear on uh, June 11th. Come Rain or Come Shine and the dozens of other songs that Denise Tomasello will be singing at the Displains Theater, the beautiful Displains Theater, I should add. And there are tickets have sold. They're selling a lot of tickets, but they've saved because Denise is a saloon girl. <laughs> they've saved a block of tickets for $25, which is such, a, such an amazing bargain. Uh, you have started uh, last year something called the Denise Tomasello Scholarship. What is that? Well, during COVID and um, losing my husband during COVID, I was sitting home and I was just wondering what I could do for someone else. Mm. And I know that it's a hard business to break into, especially when there's no nightclubs. Exactly, exactly. And you have to produce your own show at these cabaret rooms. Right. So I thought, well, I could help somebody launch a show. That's great. And so that's what I did. And we came up with um, an idea. They have like five people come and compete for it. Oh, and have you seen this? Have they done the competition? Yes, we did one already last year. And the next one coming up is August. I'm not sure the quite the date. It's you don't the end just of August. give these to young women from Melrose Park, right? <laughs> That no. would help if you were a young no. singer from Melrose Park. You didn't know what to do with their life. You're also, I, I knew your husband a bit, uh, Don Conover, and a, a very good, decent guy and heard the the horror story of how he, uh, how he passed away. Uh, it, it's been a tough few years. It has been. Because yeah. I remember running into you on the street. We live right. in the, sort of the same right. neighborhood, and it's been very hard and very lonely. But but I have to think, Denise Tomasello, that music 
and performing has been healing for you. Yes, it has because I it did not perform for three years until last June. Yeah, it's the first time in three years, and it then I performed after that a couple other times, and it really helped heal me. Sure, it's, I'm I'm not a hundred percent, but it really you never, brought you never will be. Yeah, that's okay. It, it brought me back to life. That's okay. How did you two meet? Don and I, we yes. met. <laughs> okay, we met at the health club. Oh wow! And I, I, I thought you were going to say we met at the at no the nightclub, a no. health club. And I'm club. not a workout person, so that's the funnier part. <laughs> and he just came up to me. I was getting a drink of water at mm-hmm. the water fountain, and I heard a, a voice say, "Don't drink all the water." And I was thinking, "Who do I know here?" <laughs> Because I don't go to the health yeah, club. right. And I turned around, and it was him. And we started talking, and he walked over to me, and he gave me his card, and he said, you know, if you ever want, I'll take you out to dinner. Give me a call. Wow. When did he learn? When did Don learn what you did for Well, he learned on the first dinner date. Well, first of all, I said, well, I'm not calling seeing? you. Yeah. I said, I'm not calling you. Yeah, I'll give I'm you my card. Kind of you yeah. have to call, call me. me. So then on the first date... I believe it or not, I know you're not going to believe this, but I'm pretty shy on the first date. I believe it. So, I believe, I've known you for a long time, yeah. honey. So I believe it. He said, "What do you do?" And I said, "I'm a cabaret singer." He said, "What's that?" <laughs> did he really? <laughs> did. did he really? He did. But so he didn't know that world at all. Well, he not came at all. to know that world. Yes, though. he came to know that world, yeah. and it was a great, it was a great love affair. You're you're planning to to. to eventually organize a scholarship in his name which is a way to keep him kind of alive and i i have to believe that every time you sing a song you're kind of singing it to him too yeah and he's a very generous always was a generous man and i know he'd want me to help somebody good for you honey june 11th ladies and gentlemen is the date 3 p.m is the time the displays theater at 1476 minor street in displays is the place. Uh, there are tickets in sort of all price range here, uh, but there are also some being made available just for you people listening and others. And it's worth saying you'll never, never, ever recapture the glory that was uh, the Chicago nightclub scene in the 80s. It was something. But this will bring you close. This will really really bring you close i hate to ask you this too but you did the concert last year it was a huge success i am assuming this concert will be a huge success once a singer always a singer honey i I gotta believe you're noodling around ideas for another concert oh yes gotta always plan ahead because this one will be over in two weeks so you gotta have to have something else to look forward to but i'm really looking forward to this one in growing as a singer, you sense obviously you sound different than you did uh, in week one at Sages in 1980. But songs become, I think, in a way more lyrics become more meaningful. And as you have lived your life and suffered joys and loss and pain, you bring new stuff to a song, don't you? That's what you have to do if you're. A singer, if they're just singing to hear their voice, that's like nothing. You have to put the emotion into it. You have to have a backstory. So underneath the song, there's a subtext. 
And that's what went on in your own life. So when you take your own life and you apply it to the song, that's what people hear when they're sitting there. And they start to, that's where they connect. Wow. Wow. Well put, Denise Tomasello. It's great to see you. Uh, I'll say it again. June 11th, 3 p.m. at the Displaying Theater. You can go to Denise Tomasello. I, I, you people are smart, but I'll still spell, <laughs> spell her last name. T-O-M-A-S-E-L-L-O dot com. Or just, you know, look up Displaying Theater. You'll find it. Denise, it's great to see Thank you. Thank you so Knock much, Rick. I really had great. a great time. It's great to be old friends. I'll tell <laughs> yes. you that.